0: Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today to have with me our family friend Claire. And I'm going to have her pronounce her, her real full name because we never called her that. So I'll have you do that here shortly. But Claire has her husband Chris here today. And it's a pleasure to have you guys with me. And uh, I guess I think Chris is going to correct anything Claire says wrong here in a little bit. But praise God. It's good to have you with me. And let's go ahead and pray. Father, we come to you hungry for more of you, ready to take what you have today, Father, through Claire. and and put it to use in our lives, whatever that there is that we can that we can grow in, Father, for, through her testimony, that we can learn and be a better example, Father, be a better follower of Jesus. We come ready today to receive it and to apply it to our lives in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, Claire, amen. I'm going to kick it over to you and, and let you kind of get into your testimony.
1: All right. I guess we'll start back. Growing up, obviously, I grew up in church, but Got way off path and in 2018 we got addicted to very hard drugs um had several CPS cases got our kids taken away once for three months I think they were taken away that was the quickest we have ever gotten sober because we wanted our kids back but after we got them back we ended up back in addiction because we got them back so quickly probably So we got very heavy in our addiction and it was a revolving circle the same thing over and over blaming each other for everything our marriage was torn apart and Probably around July of What year was it 2019 yep. I started praying without anyone knowing Chris didn't know. No one else knew. But I know from my past that prayer works. Amen. So I started praying just for my family. I wanted my family, but I wanted us healthy. But if I couldn't do it with Chris, if he couldn't get sober, then for him to give me the strength to be able to leave him because I would not have been able to do it on my own. So I um, prayed that for probably six months. And then... It came a time, this was January 8th of 2020, last year, 2021 then, I left him. But when I left him, I was completely disconnected. I had no feelings physically, emotionally, mentally, nothing towards him. And he knew that, right? Mm -hmm. He could feel that. The only way that could happen is through God. God was the only way that I was completely disconnected enough to be able to leave him. And so I left him on January 8th, it was hard. It was hard for me, it was hard for my kids. Um, it was hard for them to understand what I was doing and to trust me that this was what we had to do. And he was on a comedown and he was very mean. Our kids got to the point where they were scared of their own dad and he didn't even realize it like he didn't even see it at the time but when my kids were terrified of their own father was when I had to make the decision to make a change and so we split up I filed for a divorce and a week after I filed for a divorce we started talking again for the kids sake at that point in time But we made the decision that we have to go to church. Like we have... And it wasn't because... Before every time we went to church, it was because my mom or my grandma was like, you need to do this. So it was more on their terms that we were going. This time it was on my terms because I knew this was the only way we were going to be saved. So we made the decision together that we were going to go and we were going to do this. And we are not a, you know... Just give a little kind of couple. We are a all-in type of type of couple. Like when we do something, anything, whether that was in our addiction or whether that that is in giving our life to Christ fully, we are an all-or-nothing type of couple. Mm-hmm. So we were like, we are all in on this. The only church that we knew at the time was Gethsemane. It was at that time. Now it's Hope City, mm-hmm. and we walked in. And my kids have attachment you know, issues. So whenever we walked in, we went to take them to the nursery. And my kids willingly left me. Even my young one. I wanted to cry because I was like, why are they leaving me? They're okay with it. But I knew whenever they were okay with leaving me the first day that they went there, that that was where we we were supposed to be. And that was our home. And by the end of the first service there, whenever we first went in, I was on anxiety medicine. I was on pressure medicine. I was on a list of medications. My anxiety was so bad, he had nail marks in his arm because I was gripping his arm so tight. And he goes right down to the front to sit. As new people, you're supposed to sit in the back. Everybody knows that. (laughs) And he goes right down to the front. So my anxiety was bad. I was gripping his arm. But in our church, we have a banner on the side of the praise and worship stages. And the very first thing on the banner says, find freedom. And I got fixated on that. And I just stared at that the whole time and I gradually realized I had let go of him. I was probably this far apart from him and I was okay. And I just stared at that the whole time. And within a month I was off of all my depression medicine, my anxiety medicine. I was off of everything. We could go to Walmart and I could be relaxed. I didn't have anxiety going to Walmart and I wasn't even on medication. So that's just a chain that fell off that I didn't even realize I needed to fall off for one nor did I realize it had fallen off after one service at this church and music is a big part of our lives which we've discussed it's it means a lot and our praise and worship there is amazing and so we've been going there for a year and a half now almost and I always tell our pastor how much he means to us and how much our church means to us. Because if we would have picked another church, I don't think we would be where we are today. Yeah. You know, our church has, it was, whenever we first started this, we had burnt every bridge we possibly could. So we didn't have family, technically. So that our church stepped up and was our family in a very, a very important time in our life and in our, in our sobriety. So, our church is everything, and how we got there was God. this yeah. is the only way you know, and it's been uphill ever since then.
0: Claire, talk a little bit more about that first day. Did you go to the altar that day and rededicate, or what happened in terms of your walk?
1: No, we had really we had already rededicated. we did that the week before you know we were in the Bible every day we we were Already there. We just had to find a home church because we can only stand strong on our own for so long. And at that time, like I said, having family was very crucial in our sobriety. And we didn't have our biological family at that time because we had burned those bridges. Mm -hmm. So our church, thank God, I mean, welcomed us with open arms. And within a month at the longest, we felt like family. Yeah. Like they... You know, we, we talked to people outside of church. We, you know, it was just an immediate, it's what we needed. And it's what God knows that we needed that. We needed that immediate church family, not one that you're going to have to grow over years. We needed that right away in order to stay in our sobriety. Amen. And here we are serving.
0: Praise God. (laughs) Well, tomorrow we're going to talk a little bit more about your testimony, your journey to get there. But if you would go ahead and, and pray for our audience, please. All right.
1: Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now that this testimony is going to reach someone and give them a glimpse of hope and just let them know that it's never hopeless. You're never in too dark of a spot for him to pull you out of it. And we thank you for this time together and for this reaching who it needs to reach, Lord. In your name, amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you so much. Looking forward to tomorrow. And you can contact our ministry at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. And I can get you hooked up with Claire and Chris if you have any contacts or needs that you'd like to talk to them. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.